Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. This is Marsha Cook and it's a good story is a good story. And... um, I don't know, sometimes it does turn out that uh, Tuesday nights are Valentine's Day shows. So um, over the years, we've had a lot of them. And uh, Bernard and Walter, they've been on my other shows. But and Actually, I think they were on last year. I was just thinking about that. But it's going to be a great show today. We'll, uh, but before we do that, I'll give you a few little messages so I won't have to think about it later and interrupt on other subjects. Okay. Um, I have a newsletter now, uh, and the World of Ink shows will be, you know, uh, if you want to sign up on my Marsha Casper Cook page, you can, I'll tell you when the shows are and um, any books I have coming out or anything else that's new. Uh, I'm not going to do them a lot, just once a month, but I think, you know, I've been looking around, and I think a newsletter isn't a bad idea. I've never really done one, and after all these years of, like, 20 years of names of people, I just, I never really even had a list, Uh, but now I'm doing that so and um i'm having help from mary and it's her name is mary c-a-e-l-s-t-o and she's on the romance writers uh, site i don't go on there too much but i get all their emails and so i saw it and i thought well this seems like a good idea so i'll let you know how this all goes she was very nice she's helping me do the newsletter and she's got a lot of other uh services that she provides she's also an author so i'll be telling you how it goes because as you know i try everything that i possibly can and some work some don't but i really think this is important and it's gonna you know you can't let it yeah you can't do it for a month or two you have to do it for several months but you can always go to my page and just sign up and then i'll let you know with what's going on i try to post as many things as i can but you know i i think what's happening is there's so much out there you know, I don't want to keep posting, but I guess, you know, Amazon's words are just keep – Amazon, actually, I, when I talked to them, they said the best thing to do is keep posting things, which is probably how Amazon got famous. But it's hard to do that. You don't want to pester everybody. But I try to do just my shows and so, you know, some information and things like that. And I have a style page, which I just started for um, Lady Jane Sinclair. So I think – uh, that's about all for that. And okay, Bennett Pomeranz has a show on Saturday. He's back with the network, and um, it will be on Saturday night from seven to nine, two hours. And uh, we'll be posting about that. Elizabeth Black has one in a couple weeks, 
And I have a show next Wednesday with Jack Remick and Dennis Must. It's really, you know, they've both been on. And um, I love having repeat guests, which is like tonight's show, because, you know, once you get to know people, you also, there's so much going on in their lives, and this way they can come on and you, you know, you certainly want to have a conversation with people and see what's going on. And these two wonderful people have been on before, and it's their 20th anniversary, so I will bring them out. And they can talk for themselves and tell you everything that's going on with them. They travel. And uh, Bernard has some very exciting news to say about his um, saga. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm very How, good. Thank you. How are you, Marcia? Good. Hi, Marcia. Walter here. Hello. And we'll tell everybody where you are so we can all be jealous now of where you are. Because actually, Chicago's not bad. It's not bad for Chicago. It's like 50 degrees on, in February. Tell us where you're calling from. We are on Maui right now. Uh-huh. Sounds weather, good. <laughs> Sounds good you know, to me. That is nice. Beautiful. Probably, you know, and probably in New York, people are listening and thinking that really sounds nice because they've had really a rough time in New York. They have our weather from the past, so I'm happy because I hate ice and snow. So, it, what's, so what's the temperature there? Uh, it's a must be about seventy-five, close to eighty degrees. Oh, that's like perfect, right? <laughs> like perfect. And what, yeah, we don't what pay too much it? attention to it because it doesn't change that much. Although we have had some, <laughs> we have had thing. some cold, uh, you know, for us, cold days. Older days down into into, into the sixties. Um, see, but that's still, you know, it, you know, it's still beautiful though, and you know, and you know, you have better sun, you know, the sunshine, you know, we don't have as much sunshine. And I think when there's sunshine, people actually are nicer to each other. I've really decided that because sometimes people, they're just, you know, they're kind of grumpy. And as soon as the sun comes out, I think it makes people, you know, smile. I feel that way. You know, I really like it, it even if it's freezing. Yeah, it certainly does. We, we love the sunshine. Um, but uh, we enjoy where we are, where we And are you're living. both not from there. You're not from, I mean, you're from, where are you from originally? We never really talk about that too much. Um, I was originally from Malaysia, but I went to boarding school in England when I was 13 years old. So I grew up basically in London, and uh, I lived there for 16 years before moving to Hong Kong to teach at the university, uh, Polytechnic University. Uh, and then I was in Wisconsin for two years to, at the University of uh, Wisconsin teaching fashion design. And then I moved to Singapore, spent two years there, and Kuala Lumpur two years there before getting to Honolulu on a scholarship to do my second master's in theater costuming. Wow. And that's how I land up Hawaii. Yeah. And, so, and Walter, where, where, where did you meet Walter? Hi, Walter. We're going to hear from I'm you, here. too. I'm uh, here. Okay. We met you, actually on Maui uh, oh, wow. through an, uh, an ad that Bernard had placed in a, uh, you know, magazine uh in those days we didn't have a dating online dating well it maybe was but we didn't know about it and yeah. uh so we met through an ad that he placed actually 
This is 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. 20 years ago, right? So, you know, I mean, you know, and that's true, like now, but even now, you know, now it's a lot, it's pretty dangerous now to do things like that. But 20 years ago, that's what a lot of people did. You know, they did put ads out, you know, in newspapers and things like that. People did meet people that way. You know, now, you know, it's just, you know, when people are tweeting in Facebook, you don't even know who they are really. You know, I mean, you don't talk, they're not talking on the phone sometimes. So, you know, anybody could be anybody. You know, until you actually know. I mean, that's you don't. You could be having a relationship with someone you have no clue who it is, and I think that I'm sure that happens a lot. You know, because over over the years, don't you notice that people on Facebook are gone? You don't see them ever. They're out there and then they leave. They disappear. Yeah. Uh, people come so, and go. Yeah, they do. You know, and uh, you know, so you. We were talking about something before the show started, you know, about, you know, I there's a lot of people out there, you know, over the years that I think I've done shows for six or seven years, but, you know, you really, you, you're out there with your promoting and constantly, I mean, you actually are, you know, and I, you know, and that's a good thing because you're persistent and without being persistent, you cannot get to the next plateau. You People give up way too fast and, you know, because you were also in the fashion industry and things like that. And so when you're a really good fashion designer, you know how that is. So you started out knowing, and then when you started writing books, then you really, because this is hard. This is very hard. And what did you What did you do? You were just telling me the three things that you think are very important, because I think people need to hear this. Here. I call it the three Ps, which is persistence, uh, pers- perseverance, and patience. And that's my modus operandi for, you know, since I was a little kid. Um, I was taught that at the boarding school, and I've lived by that all my life. So it has served me very well. And, Walter, do you agree on that? I mean, because, you know, you've been together for 20 years, so even if you didn't start out that way, you know what persistence is. So, I mean, how do you feel about that when you, you know, in, in anything you do? I'm the same way. I mean, and uh, I totally admire it in Bernard because, as you know, uh, Marcia, he's so talented. And when he sets his mind to do something like paint a huge painting uh, (laughs) or make a fabulous wedding dress or write, you know, his life story in five to seven books, he just goes at it and does it. And and it's you know yeah. amazing to me and Masha, I don't do things small. I'm an epic person. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but the thing is, you know, you you actually, you know, and some of the fashions that I've seen are they're gorgeous. You know, I mean, so you are very creative, which is really you know, and but in every field that you do, you know, like right, you, like if you set out to do something, you do it and you do it, you know, and your fashions really they are beautiful, and now and the covers of your book that you pick and everything you know is done in a certain way and you know so and you are out there constantly i mean you know you really are because i see you all the time you know i'm out there a lot too but i you know sometimes i'm just out there i don't keep writing things because i you know i i try to be honest i i do do a lot of social media and i always say this i don't like it so i'm trying to i try to find people to do things for me but that's impossible they cannot do it because like, and I know you do a lot of your own because 
you can tell. You know, it, you can't have someone talking for you. That's the problem, you know, because it really is important that they know who you are. Yeah, and and also when you do it yourself, you know what you what you you know want to put out and what you yeah. don't want to put out, and uh, that makes a big difference because yeah. uh, there is an energy because people can feel the energy through your yeah. writing or through your posting, you know it, it's all energy feels. So basically, even manifesting the the movie deal is an energy. Um, kind of composition through uh, meeting the right people and putting out the right uh, vibe to attract them, you know. You know, okay, so like, you know, when I look through your things, okay, now other people, they have like, I don't know, thousands of book reviews, they have thousands of this, they have thousands of posts, but that's really not the necessity in uh, getting a career because, you know, you don't need to have all these book reviews of people they're just they're just trying they're just going around in a circle so i mean you actually have you have a deal for a movie that's actually going to be a movie and it's not just an option or whatever it's so do you want to talk a little bit about how that came to be you know because they find you know people find other people but it's not just because they have all this book reviews and all these other things that, you know, that might not matter as much as just getting out there and doing the things you do. So how did the book... How well, may did the I just interject something there, Marcia? Oh, sure. Again, it, it was his perseverance that uh, did it because he just wouldn't take no for an answer first on the agent, on his, you know, agent yes. to represent him. Right. And he kept searching for one worldwide and found a good one. And she got him first a publisher. And then uh, later she got him, uh, again, with his perseverance and, and just keep pushing at it, got him the the movie deal. Well, right. and also it took me, it took me uh, almost a year before I found my literary agent. Uh, the, the first book was self-published. And I didn't know where I was going with it. I have no idea, no clue what yeah. I was doing. So I did a lot of research. And from there, I decided it's better to have a publisher. So I wrote to almost like 200 uh, publishers and literary agents before one responded. And that was the one. You know, that, that, you know, it's really uh, hard. Look, at, I mean, most of the time, you know, you probably might not know that I don't talk about this all the time, but I, I, I am a literary agent and I just don't take clients right now. And I've done, I did that for 20 years and it's so hard to find an agent. It is so hard. And, you know, I did talk about it the other day when I had a show, we were talking about the fact that I had, well, I had, I had really like, I probably had a hundred, 150 clients because I took a lot of new writers and the one problem was what we didn't get as far as I would have liked to get because they gave up too fast. I had some wonderful writers, and they were really talented, but they could not take the rejections. I had several that, and I know what rejections are like because I'm a, an author, and I sent hundreds myself in the years, over right. the years. I saved them all, but they... Some of them, I had some clients that would say, just don't send me the rejection letters. I don't want to know. I mean, you know, that's, you know, and they gave up. And it's really a shame because the fact is if you don't give up and you are a good writer, I absolutely believe that you 
by being persistent that that happens and i don't give up either i mean i've done this for years and years and you know people stop when they shouldn't because you it's right. hard i mean when you're saying you wrote 200 letters i know too i did the same thing it was impossible it getting an agent is harder than getting a deal right or well, they don't respond to your they don't. you know correspondence right. tell you you know, how you saying. So, no, uh, yeah, they don't do anything, you know, and I tried wait. many ways, too. I did the same thing, you know, and but you can't give up. You know, I myself, and then I did have a manager for a while, and he, you know, got ill, so I don't really have that. But now it's a lot easier in some ways because through Twitter, I mean, you meet more people than you did even 10, 15 years ago. You could not meet people, and you couldn't even talk to people any other way except with an agent. And still, without an agent, you can't get a movie. It doesn't work. You know, yes. it's too hard. Yeah, and, and the agent has to believe in in your yes, work. definitely. There's no point getting an agent who, who, who treats you just like another client and right. doesn't, you know, even know what your book is about. So I'm glad I found, uh, you know, my agent in New Zealand that um, was very determined to get me as her client. Um, She was more determined than I was in the beginning um, because we were holidaying, vacationing in in Malaysia, uh, in Cameron Highlands, and she kept, you know, emailing me to get me to sign the contract. And I kept saying, when I... When I get back to Hawaii, <laughs> then I'll look at it. But she was so persistent. I said, "Okay, yeah. I'll I'll look through it there and then." Yeah. And uh, I signed it. So, so it's also a matter of meeting the right people at the right time. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, but you know, it's staying in the game. You know, I mean, you you just have to stay in the game. You cannot leave because if you leave. You know, you'll never know if it's going to happen, you know. And I'm sure there's many times that sometimes you feel like it. And, you know, listen, there are times when you go like, well, is this ever going to happen? But, you know, self-publishing is a good thing, though. But people don't realize the fact that they can at least get out there and get their books made. Rather than sitting in a drawer, sitting in a drawer, it is better if you have a publisher, if you can get one. But it's really hard to get one, and most people don't do what you do. Because they don't, they're not going to sit and write all those letters, or, you know. Or you know, now you, you and now you email people. But you know, actually, I'm thinking a lot of times with email these days. I'm thinking people, what happens is they just throw those away. You know, they just you know write delete. I sometimes now people, if they maybe send a letter, it might work because people don't get as much regular mail. Mm-hmm. But it's That's hard. Correct. I mean, you know. Uh, but so you got lists of people. Where did you find? Where did you find? I mean, now it's hard to. So where did you find all these, you know, book publishers in one place? Because everything is different than it was. They used to have books that you would go through. It's hard now. Um, there are still, you know, um, uh, kind of companies out there that uh, does, uh, you know, a. It, it kinds of like guide you through finding a publisher. Um, yeah. I, I went on that program. Uh, that wasn't the reason how I found my publisher, but but it was very useful to know, you know, the ins and outs of how to do it. Um, yeah. 
like I said, it, it's a full-time job. And it I is. sit on my computer yeah. day in and day out, you know, nine yeah. hours a day, nonstop. So, um, now, you stay on just, it all day long doing promotion and finding places? Yes. Yes, and writing my next writing, book. Writing, 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 so, right. That, that's the thing. You have to have time to write. Yeah. You have to be very um, organized. Like the morning I write, the afternoon I do my Twitter, then, uh, you know, then we have dinner, and then after dinner I go back on the computer to do yeah. retreats and all that stuff. Yeah. So, it's a very tedious No, I see you out job. there. I, I definitely see you out there. There's no doubt about it. You know, and you do. You know, so, Walter, what about you? Are you on Facebook as much or tweet, tweeting and things like that? No, he doesn't do I, Facebook yeah. or tweeting yeah. because his business is is mainly, you know, uh, one-on-one. I don't see him out there. Right, I don't see him out there doing it. I know. I've asked him that before. I know because, you know, you, you have to, you know, it is. It, it's sometimes it's not for everybody, but there's no other way to do it these days. I mean, you have to kind of do it that way because um, you need to have a presence. Because as soon as you meet somebody and you say, "Oh, my name is so and so," then they look you up. When they, as soon as they're done talking to you, they look you right up. I mean, yeah. you know, that's what everybody does. So you know, yes. and if you come out with you know a lot of things on there, they see the determination and persistence. Yes, and and the content is very important. It's not just putting out stuff. Right. You know, you have to put things that attracts them to read it or yeah. to look at it. You know, and no, that's um, that true. Was no, it is true. It, that takes that takes a lot, and that's you know, like over the years, I keep changing the things that I do. That's why I talk about who I use sometimes because there are a lot of people that can help you do things, but you still have to be the one. Making the decisions, like even if you have a newsletter, you have to tell them what you want to put in it. Right. Um, you know, they, and just, the best they can't do it for yourself. you. <laughs> yeah. 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 The yeah. best is to, because in the beginning, uh, five years ago or six years ago, I have no clue how to do Photoshop. Now I'm yeah, pretty good at it. <laughs> I know. You know and I know. I, uh, you you it, just it's have true. to learn you it. learn how to do this. I know, you yes. know, and it, it's, you know, and it, there's so much to learn to do. But, and you know, I myself, so too, the same as you, I didn't know. I mean, we're not born knowing this, but you really have to work at it to learn how to do this. Yeah, but you also have to enjoy it while you're learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Otherwise, that's true. Um, right. Yeah. And that's why it is fun. It's kind of fun. Like now, you know, what I, you know, I've done it all along, but I now I'm doing where I'm just putting out, you know, things that people might be interested in looking at and just some fun things and things that I like or, you know, things like that. I never really did that. And I do think that people do like, after all these years, you know, because I'm on the show, so a lot of people already, you know, they've listened to the shows and they know something about me and what I'm like, but... I never really, I don't put anything really personal down on the pages. I just, now I'm putting things I like in, you know, fashion or things like that or, you know, that might be interesting for style. That's what I think people want. Something different. They don't want you to keep saying, buy my book, buy my book. So it does take right. time to figure <laughs> out, yeah, to mm-hmm. figure out what you need but, to do. I, um, as you probably noticed, I write about my travels in France 
because yeah. by writing that, I can also inject a, a sentence or two about my books, which, yeah. you know, kind of blurted it in. Uh, and um, then people will read, you know, what what my troubles are like, and then they'll read, oh, you know, he writes uh, a Heron Boy saga. So, yeah. they, and then at the bottom, I put the, the link to it. So it, it's a form of advertising, but a very subtle form of advertising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, yeah. right, and you know, and and people do like, you know, pictures, and you know, they like to see different things, you know, and um, so for me, I, you know, I'm starting to do that more. I've always done it with the shows, and I've done it with other things, but I'm I'm actually trying to do the things that I like now, so it makes it more fun. And Pinterest, I like, so it's, you know, but it is a lot of work, and sometimes I think, oh my God, I cannot believe how many hours I can do this. <laughs> You sit down and it's like five hours later. All right, so Walter, what do you do? Do you watch TV? What are you doing when Bernard is constantly working at night? What do you do? Do you watch TV or what are you doing? What I do. You do? I, I, yes, I watch TV and relax, drink a little red wine. Yeah, that's good. I don't, all right, so let's talk about what do you watch? What are some of your favorite shows? I know we've talked about that before. Well, a, a we love, love, love um, – the BBC and of course Downton Abbey was, you know, among oh God, know. and now we're I loving know. Victoria. It makes me cry yeah. when I know. You know what, Victoria? Alfred. I have it. I you know I want to start watching it. This is the problem now. The problem is, where do we get the time to be able to watch all these TV? Because I cannot. You know, I tape them. You know, I, everything's on demand, and it's like sometimes I think, oh my God. Sometimes I'm sitting there for a few hours and say, I have to. It's like a job now. I have to finish this, you know, because you you really want to watch it. I, you know, Downton Abbey was so good. I don't know if you know that uh, there's something called, it's called Good Behavior in Mary that was from Downton Abbey. She's in Good Behavior. It's a yes, TNT. That's right. The show, but we don't get Netflix. Isn't it on Netflix or something? No, no. Good. This one is actually it's on TNT. You get that? Oh, right. TNT? Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, it's good. I love it. It's so good, and she's so different. You know, I kind of her forgot role. about it. You know, well, I forgot. It was one of those I forgot to She's so great to watch. You know what? She's okay. so great because it's so different than what she played on Downton Abbey. I mean, it's right. like <laughs> night and day. And you know, right. I heard something which was really interesting. I um, I got the audio for the um, for Good Behavior, and I something that I don't recall ever hearing. The actually the the author of it, and and also he's in the production part of it. He was talking about how he got the character of her, you know, that she plays, and in the book. So starting out as chapter one, he put his feelings of how lucky he was to find a character like that. I thought, I've not really heard that, and I thought, gee, this is really good. Because people are getting to know how he got to where he got, and most people don't do that. So it, he's a kind of interesting guy. I think he was from Chicago, because I tried to find him, but... Um, he it was in a book. So that's the thing. People don't realize that a lot of things that they see are from books. And so if you have, like, it's certainly in this particular case with Bernard, yours, it's a saga. So they can have a whole series because there's so much going on. Yeah, apparently, uh, according to my agent, uh, she said that the producers read all uh, 
all of my books, and he was so emotionally charged by it that he he fell in love with with my character, you know, when I was young. Because so, I don't so think anything. Now, I don't think there's anything like that that's been on there. So I really that, that would be very interesting because I really don't think that's a subject matter that's been out. No, I don't think it is either, and and um, I think even those. For people who have been in the program, uh, they are not likely to talk about it, uh, mainly because um, not everybody likes to write, or you know, it, it's really a, a, a secret society. Which yeah, it, we, I'm not writing as an expose, but you know, as my ex, of my experiences there. So um, well, you were are, very young. You were very young and impressionable. So that's, you know, maybe you want to talk a little bit, can you, you want to talk a little bit about that so people can understand what we're talking about now, about what your books are about, you know, the saga is, so they could, you know, understand maybe uh, a little bit about it? Yeah, I'll just uh, uh, talk a little bit about the synopsis. Um, yeah. It's about my young life. As a teenager, I was... Uh, the boarding school that I went to was a very exclusive in England, and uh, from there I was inducted into a secret society, and from the secret society I was then spirited away to the Middle East to serve in four different uh, harems. Um, uh, and Yeah, to serve in four different harems, which... Uh, then um, I was allocated to seven different households to um, to be, well, I don't think the word harem boy would be very appropriate because I wasn't really a harem boy. Um, although the book says, you know, the title is a harem boy saga, um, the program that I went in was very, very educational and contrary to what people think harems are, they are not, you know, brothels or place prostitution. They're, it's like training to be a geisha or a courtesan. So it's a, it's a very enlightening program. Um, yeah, that that's basically the gist of my what book. right right what it is right. So, do you, you know, I, I never really asked you this question. So anybody that you, you know, were um, at that time, you know, in the harem, you know, in the, actually stayed in the same household, do you ever talk to anybody or do they know that you're doing this or do they, you know? Uh, yes, my you keep, ex. You keep uh, in contact? My ex, uh, Chaperon, because we were all the, all the, um, it was an all-boys school, but there are girls in, in the program as well. Uh-huh. Um, chaperons, um, you know, were with us 24-7, and I uh, connected with an ex-ballet or chaperon who happened to be my uh, lover at the time, and we spent two, four years together. Um, yeah, he, um, so on the fourth book, we did a co-author of the fourth book, and um, 
he gave his views and his, um, you know, opinions about the different households and our experiences. Um, so, yes, I did connect with a couple of other people um, in the, um, you know, from my pre previous experiences. Because once we're out of the, of the program, uh, we, we are out of it. We don't really, you know, hang on to the past. We just move forward. Yeah, right, um, yeah. That's, but I mean, you know, sometimes of, you know, whatever. Listen, whatever we've done years in the in the past, it's still with us, you know, mentally. You know, uh, some things you know, you know, it's just how life is. You know, whatever paths we took to get where we are, the older ones are still there, which help us yes. in the you know the way it goes. You know, and everybody does have a past. You know, not as lively as yours, I don't think. <laughs> I think that's why the, it should be a great. It'll be a very interesting series. Well, I, I believe that the past is what makes me what I am now. You yeah, know, without I, I, my, yeah. my very rich past, it's very. It won't. I won't be who I am right now. So no, that's I'm, see, I'm, that's really true. That's a very honest statement, and that is true because you know, bad or good, whatever happened to us in the past does make us who we are, no matter what. I mean, you know, people try to you know maybe sometimes forget what they've done, but it doesn't really matter because it's still with us in everything we do, you know, and we do move okay. forward, but we still are a certain way because of things we've done in the past. Yes, that doesn't get and erased. It, and it also affects the way you. You make choices, you know, and, yes. and the way you conduct your life. So, um, be it good or bad, you know, or negative or positive, um, it's it's the part of the whole. So yeah. you can delete one and and embrace the other. You have to yeah. embrace both, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, and then Walter can watch it on TV. See, there you go. <laughs> you can see, there's a should be a series. <laughs> Absolutely. Now you'll have something to do. It'll be a long series. So yeah. where are you? Where are you in that part? How far along? A, uh, a mini series versus a feature film. But, oh, but definitely. The There's no doubt. There's no doubt. A feature, yeah, I think so. It could be definitely that. Yeah, and because there's enough to, you know, sometimes you know there's not enough to go on, but you have there's so much happening that there is a lot to go on. And I think I really do because it's not a subject that has been on. And I think that sometimes the the newer the, the way the TV is now, people you know with all of the HBO and the Showtime series, people really get addicted. To watching series. Well, and, and, and quite honestly, oftentimes those um, you know Showtime, HBO, yeah. uh, BBC uh, miniseries are far better than most of the films that we go to. Oh, with definitely. The movies, you know what I mean? No it, doubt. Well, I'm, so... I'm a big movie goer, but you know, honestly, that's really true, because you know, sometimes then I, you know, a lot of times you see a movie like I do. Like let's say I see a movie, and I, I say to my husband, I go, well. I think that movie, you know, really could have been on TV, but they had money, so they put it out, you know, as a feature film because that's really the difference why some of them don't get to be feature films only because it's so much money in a feature film. And the networks are – but people are starting to go to the network so much more now because – um, it's it's just a better it's it, more people it, it you know years ago it wasn't the same but now because Amazon you can you Hulu there's everything so I mean there's so much 
um, that people can do to go see a movie, you know, watch a movie and all the series now that are on Amazon. You know, I mean, there's tons of series now in everywhere on demand. So I think that people really are watching series or watching things at home and not going to the show. Because I mentioned it the other day. I went to see Fifty Shades of Grey, of Darker Grey, whatever, and there were four people in the show. And I don't. It's like how do it's like how do you think it's it's almost like how are the shows? That's why a lot of these theaters are closing. There's nobody there. Well, that that also boils down to the content, you know, of the the show. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if the content is good, but look at Lala, like something like La La Land, you know, it really it was a very entertaining movie, and so I think that. The reason it's getting such a claim is because it's so different than anything people have seen for a while. You know, um, it's just a nice story. That's it. You know, and I think sometimes that's all people really need. But I think that the problem is people, you know, they're always expecting so much special effects and all of this. But I really do, at the end of the day, I think people like a good story, you know, and to learn something about the characters while they're watching it. That's why I think on TV, like with, you know, Downton Abbey, I mean, you feel like, you know, even at the end of the last Downton Abbey, you know, you feel like you know these people and it's like you're sad because it's like, you know, and you're watching, like, say, Mary with, you know, her, the guy, yeah, um, I I can't think of his name, the guy that's, you know, the the butler, the head butler, it's like it was so touching their relationship. Yeah, and also the the, the content has to relate to people's lives, you know, yes. that they can they they can relate themselves to it. So I think that's very important. And what are the other? What are your other favorites? What are some of the other favorites? I have a lot of them. I watch a lot of them. Um, I like. Uh, oh gosh, I can't think of all of them. Um, there's some, there's a lot of BBC. You watch a lot of BBC, so right, and so Victoria, so you like that one. So I have to, I'm, I, I have it, you know, ready I like to go. The, but I, yeah. The sets and the costumes, I like period, period pieces. Oh, the other one I like is, um, uh, oh God, it's it's an, another series of books. Um, it. it Oh God! What's the name of it? I can't remember. It's the guy that keeps riding on the horse. Right in the horse. No, it's, it's um, they redid the 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 series. It 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 was done before. Um, it was, oh God. and then they just made it again. You mean they did another one? Yeah. Well, see, some that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, they they redid it as a new version of it. So, See, but you know what's interesting? Um, you said you like period pieces, but you know. So, all right. So when I was basically mainly doing agenting, every that's what when we'd call production companies, they would say we don't want period pieces, no period piece, no period piece, because it was expensive and they didn't want to do it. So, and now, so much has changed because people love period pieces. Hey, and we so love there's them. so many, yeah, because it's it's really learning a lot of different things you know, that you might not be aware of. So, you know, it's an experience also not of just the acting and the story. It's learning 
some history because a lot of it's very true. You know, a lot of it go right straight into how life was then. Right, and I like costumes and the sets because they yeah. always romanticize it, and it's so beautiful to look at. You know, all the beautiful sceneries, the sets, the costumes. You know, and the way they behave during those days. It just right. mesmerizing. And what people yeah. don't realize is, you know, they go, you know, they think that they've just discovered sex now, but that's not true. They have not, They didn't have TV. They didn't have TV, so they have no time. They have to do, they have sex because they have no, what else is there to do? You know, I mean, they, they have very uh, intense relationships, very different, you know, and so because it wasn't just invented, so now people realize, you know, and are learning that because that is true, though, because I've had a lot of romance writers that do period pieces, you know, and historical, and we talk about that because... I was shocked at one of them. I don't know why I should be shocked, but then I, you know, um, and then it was so funny because I'm listening to the audio and I'm thinking, look at this. It's just like now. I mean, because they're writing the same way. And so, I mean, these are not new things. It's just how they present them to people now. So, and and with the beautiful costumes and, you know, and everything that they're, you know, just, just watching the houses and how beautiful some of the rooms were and just things, you know, and... And certainly in the staff, the household staff that they have, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like a job. It is a job. That's what they do. But, I mean, you know, you can't talk to one without going to the head of the other. You know, you have to go, you know, to be like the head yeah. housekeeper, and there's so many people under the head housekeeper and, you know, their stories. I, I, it's very interesting. So, you know. And so, it all is also very interesting, you know, the dynamics between the characters. To me, it's very modern because it really is life itself, you know, replay Absolutely. over and over again. Yes, you know? I agree with That's you. It. It's right. It's yeah, not different. It, That's the thing. You think it is. It's just in a different setting, but it's really the same situations. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and and that's what's so good about it is because when you're watching it, you it, it's really it could be now, but it's just set in another place, you know, in time. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. so it's like what I always say: love is love, and it's the same, you know. And you know, uh, people have the same, you know, they have prejudice because of the different families. This one's not good enough for that one, and you know, but and it's just like the same things that people go through now, you know, and and apparently they must be doing very well because there's so many series now like that. I mean, there really are a lot of them, you know, and I think yeah. it's a good thing. I think the programming I, is so good now. I think it's very good. Yeah. The stories are very good. Because when, when, my, when my movie comes out, it's set in the 60s, in the mid-60s. Yeah. So it's the, you know, it's the flower power, the, the uh, And that's the, that's the time people really love to watch. They do. They really like, look, look at Mad Men. That was in the 50s. And look how, you know, it was just an idea, and then it became just so popular, you know. And, you know, sometimes when, you know, I, I loved Mad Men. So when I watch it, I'm thinking like, oh, it was really pretty tough then. You know, it, it was very, it's a tough time and, and a lot more prejudice than people think. You know, it, that you think it was, but then people were really lot, not nice to each other, even working in the same place. <laughs> You know, it's and you know so this. Nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That hasn't changed. <laughs> no, that hasn't, and that's the shame of it all. Yes, that's the shame. Because, you know, really, you know, it, it is a shame, you know, and showing that in the problems of, you know. But I think that people need to see what happened in the past so we can move forward, and we don't want to go back. Right. You know, we definitely don't want to go back. And so, um, you know, I don't have many political shows, although I have a lot of political things in my mind. <laughs> can't say them because I don't want to do it. But, you know, because you don't really want, I don't really want to start, you know, with that because it's a hard thing to talk about with people. You know, now people are, families, this this is definitely something that has happened to families. They're not even talking to each other because they don't like, yeah. the, you know, no. they're having big fights, you know, and that's, it's kind of sad that this all happened, but, you know, but in the, you know, so I think when people are watching things, they want to, um not feel stressed out, so they want to really enjoy. That's why there's so much TV. I think people are very stressed out, and I think it's a good relief for people mentally. Yeah, it's a form of escape. That's what movies form. are for: is to to get away from the mundane and go into a different world. Yeah, yeah. So. I think it's a good thing. I think it's really good, and I think it's really nice that they are doing all these period pieces that people can learn about, you know, because a lot of times, you know, when, you know, even kids or adults, reading history isn't as all, always that exciting, but when you are watching it, it's so much more interesting sometimes to really see it acted out and what they do, because very much of it is what happens, you know, and... um so I mean I do watch a lot yeah, of and even the shows of- that like Fargo where they uh, I don't yes. know if you watch Fargo but I love yeah, Fargo yeah. is also it's so uh, not just period but it's also so sort of you know right to one area um, you know in Minnesota and and yeah, kind right. of how it was. Yeah there, you know. But, you know, it is interesting, though, on that level, because, you know, we were talking about this, uh, like, a a couple shows ago. Like, a lot of times when we write, like, I'm from Chicago, so I see things differently than someone might see it in California or in New York. And sometimes when people are reading a book, it, it does the reflection does happen, it happens to us. We are, you know, we come from a certain place. So the dialogue, the things that we do are from what we know. Yeah. You know, and our characters a lot of times comes out more than you think, you know. And so I think that, but, you know, like Fargo, it's, you know, it, it's Fargo. You know what I mean? It's And that's, it's showing a different part of, you know, the country that maybe people aren't aware of. Exactly. You know? yeah. And I think well, it's a good you- thing. You remember the show where the guy keeps riding the horse? I can't remember the name of it. Okay, what um, riding a horse? The, the is it on Pope? PBS? No, is not Young Pope. Uh, the you know the period piece in in uh, PBS. Hmm. Um, the, the, Mercy? The, oh, like Mercy? Oh, Poldark. 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 We Poldark. love Poldark. Is it good? Is that good? Oh, fabulous! Absolutely fabulous. What's it called? Poldark. Poldark. Yeah. Pole Dark. It, oh, it's Pole based Dark. on okay. uh, a book. Um, I can't remember who the writer is. but uh, Yeah, and takes place in when? Like uh, the 1700s or something? 1800s? Oh, really? I can't even remember. Yeah. It, it, in, in I Ireland. I don't know that one. It, I know. I started to watch Mercy, yeah. but th- then the problem is because there are so many, you know, and I start liking it, and I, then it's just so many weeks over and over again. I did like, um, oh, I can't, there there was, um, 
oh god, the, the guy he owns the store. <laughs> he oh Mr. Um, hmm. Oh my. Oh god. oh, oh Salford, we love that. Oh, I no, thought that was it. great. I thought that was so oh, good. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I thought. But yeah. I love Mercy too. It's really Mercy Street. It's really good. Yes, it it's is good. Great. And I started to watch it. And that's the thing. There really are. You know, I must say the pro. I think the programming is really, really good. And that's probably one of the reasons why people don't go to the movies as much because, you know, you there's so much to watch. You know, because I hear people that's all the time. Well, I have to catch up. You know, I have to catch up with this or I have to catch up with that. You know, and. The problem is when you decide to watch one, like let's say you say this is good, and I look at it and I'm going to go, oh, my God, there's like 30 episodes. <laughs> when am I going to do this, you know? And it's like you want to watch it, you know? So I think the best thing to do is try to get them at the beginning so you, you know, over time. Oh, yeah, but, you got to get them in. And we always yeah. do, all the BBC yeah, you do. ones for you sure. Do. Yeah, yeah, the BBC. Because, yeah, that's the best way to do it, you know? And it's a, it is amazing, though how many of these series are, I mean, they do a lot of them, you know, because sometimes, you know, when on regular stations, a lot of times they just had a one-time thing. You know, sometimes I love a show, and then it goes off the air, and I'm going like, why? You know, and it's because it's very hard. They don't keep a lot of these shows on, you know, and some of them, like I was watching this show. It's called Genius, and it's a really good show. It's about a doctor who, um, it's not, it, well, I love it's, it. it's do you love that show? Oh, you know that show? I oh love my it. god. I love that show and I love and the guy that's the the techie guy who owns it who's very rich and it's it's a wonderful show and I've never I don't know this guy before but I I love it and I hope it co- I read something that says they didn't cancel it. They just don't know what to do with it. You know because but it's so good because you're seeing you know, really stories about people that have unusual situations and yeah. how giving. No, I, I really like it, too. Oh, you do? I okay. Nice. You watch it. Yeah, I love that show. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, how can they take that off, you know, because it's so good. See, that, but that happens a lot on regular stations. They they don't have the <laughs> audience. Yeah. Yeah, and the other I'm one that's Indian Summers is also... PBS. Yeah, I heard that was really yeah. good. I heard that was very good, Indian Summer. Very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah there's so but many. It, I mean, you, you have to, like, stay home forever and watch TV. You can't go out. <laughs> the problem is they film it in Penang rather than in India. Yeah, it's supposed to be taking place in England, uh, 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 India, but yeah. we realized watching it that that was uh, Malaysia where they were, yeah. Penang where they were. See, but most jumping. people wouldn't realize that because you know that. So people are watching it and they don't know, you know. See, sometimes they do that, you know. They don't always film yeah. it where it is, you know. But you know, because yeah. most of us don't have never been to Malaysia, so we wouldn't know. How would we know? Yeah. You know, that's the thing. But yeah, I've heard. I mean, these are the series that absolutely are really good. But sometimes, you know, a lot of times you have to have a producer and a director that, like you're saying, you know, Bernard. It, some they have to really like it to make it work, you know, and believe in it. And that's what you hear right. a lot of times is they really wanted to make it work, so they kept going, you know. Yeah. And um, it's important. So, so where are you in production now? What are they? What's the? Well, we are next looking for, for the, the character, the the actor to play me. Uh, that's the missing link right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because. They need to find some 
an Asian guy that is young enough to go through the entire series and yeah. also able to be mature enough to play the you know the role. Ex- explicit yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. um yeah, looking all over the world, you know, for this person. Um yeah. yeah we have someone in mind. We're trying to um uh, see whether he wants to take the plunge and yeah. go into because deep it's, water. A, it's a lar- it's a it's a commitment it's a very big commitment it is yes yeah and there are lots of things that needs to be considered like he, he needs to have the sex appeal to both men and women you know yeah. not just yeah. men and then yeah. it has to have a wide uh, appeal to the general audience yeah. you know all those things yeah so yeah, so it, it's it's quite well, it, interesting. You know, it is hard to find the right person for something, you know, that's going to be a commitment and a long-term thing because, you know, that can make it break it if it's not the right person, you know. Um, and, you know, the director, in my opinion, <clears throat> is always, the to me, the most important because if a guy, if it, whoever it is doesn't direct the people the right way, no matter how good the work is, the director matters a lot. They have to have yes. your vision of what it's about and if they don't then they don't see what you see it'll be another story and that's that's the problem that's why directors are always either being fired or changing because it has to be the right way right yeah you know? and and so, some directors are great you know they really they make it they really do but i'm looking forward to this this is so exciting this is but very so exciting am I. Well, it, I so don't think it'll Are you happen. guys going out so, for dinner? What time is it? Well, you can't go for dinner. That's already your time is different, right? So well, it's now to celebrate. Almost five o'clock. So, oh, so you can. Yeah, so what we can are. You, what are you going to do? Think. You going out? I'm taking him to Casanova's up in Makawa. We like to go up country, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a, a, a nice place. So uh, Italian restaurant that we like. Oh, this so sounds we're going good. There. Can I come too? Yeah. <laughs> Can I join you? <laughs> Considering I don't like to fly, it's going to be hard. I hate it. I, you know, I I did go away last year, but it's just, uh, you know, Hawaii is just way over. That's too far. Oh, oh no, I Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because it real, you know what? I honestly, and you know, your writing probably does, you know, because it's such a beautiful place to write, even, you know, to just be in. You know, when you're yeah, looking you at. Know. We are we are planning to move to France when Walter retires uh, next year. So we are looking at um, the county of Aveyron, um, you know, settle down in. So and just stay there, right? And just Walter, you're going to retire? Yes. Oh, now you can watch all your shows. You don't have to worry. Yeah. Well, in two or three years, but yeah, I don't yeah. know how available they'll be in France, but. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. Well, that's well on the computer. You know, by then in three years, probably everything will be on. You know, you'll be able to watch on the computer probably everything. And who knows? In three years. Yeah, but I don't like watching on the computer. It's still got. I don't either. I don't either. I I really don't. You know, I mean, occasionally I could see something on my phone. You know, but I can't really get into it. You know, and I have to. You know, the televisions at that stage would be able to probably 
you know, stream the whole everything as well. I mean, and who knows? In three yeah. years, something new could be developed that we don't even know about. Yeah. Look at how right. fast ebooks and everything came out. You know, it was really fast. Right. You know, and yeah, so we never right. know. All right, so all right, guys, I want you to have a great, happy Valentine's Day and have a great dinner. And I thank you both for coming on. I know, well, you know, we have to do this more. I think that. Thanks, um, Marcia, and happy yes, Valentine's uh, okay, Day Walter, to you too. It's, I'm so happy you came on also, and Bernard, have a wonderful time. And you know, Bernard, just let me know if you want to come on this. You know, tell me if you want to talk about different things. You can, or if you see somebody else that's coming on that you'd like to come on with, just let me know, because I know you're out there. I, really? I know, I know you're watching everything. I know, I can uh, count on that. You're out there. All right. I'll All right. On. So happy Valentine's I'll... Day. And you want to just say the last thing, how do they find you on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere? Oh, um, um, on Facebook, it's under Bernard Fong. Yeah. Uh, Fong is F-O-O-N-G. Yeah, I was just going to say, just go under, yeah, you have to do that, right. Yes. And uh, my uh, book website is a harimboysaga.com. Okay, and I think I put it. I actually put it on the show page, and um, and I've been doing Facebook on it. So, um, so I'm so glad that you came on, and I really wish you luck with it. It's going to be a great series. I'll, I'm going to watch it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I, I'm very, You know what? I'm. It's so much easier for me. I like audio or visual. You know, I'm not because you know I really do. Certainly, since audio books and. You know, and I, I love TV. I, I do, you know, for me. And so that's why it's always good, you know, when the books are on audio and everything. It's, it's such a changing world and a great, you know, it's really good. People don't realize how many ways they can really listen to stories if they don't really want to read a book. The, the first book is, is actually on audio. I know, uh, I saw it. I know, I saw that. And that's a good thing. Yes. But it's so, just the, yeah. the bad part about it is people, a lot of people don't, really like audio as much as they don't realize it. I, I love audio, but I think it's really, it's a, it's tough these days with the audio. But I think because people, and I know a lot of mine are on audibles, and it is expensive for people, so they don't want to, you know, that's one of the problems. But it's a really good experience to listen to. I love it. It is. It is. Yeah. All right, so have fun and enjoy yourself. All and right. thank you, and happy Valentine's Day, and talk to you guys soon. Good to you. Yeah. All right, take All care. Right. Have fun. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Marcia. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.